This is the High School Football America podcast for August the 13th, 2021. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability. And this is great. It has faster speed than Huddle Sideline. Plus, GameStrat has awesome customer service along with different plans priced right for every coach's budget. And when you connect with GameStrat, mention High School Football America and you will get a special deal as a friend and family member. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or you can click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of High School Football footballamerica.com. Well, the 2021 high school football season is upon us as tonight Alaska and Utah kick off the 2021 season and we'll have all of the scores for you in real time thanks to ScoreStream tonight at highschoolfootballamerica.com. All right, we're going to head to Columbus, Ohio, the Buckeye State. Boy, they play some good high school football there. I'm going to shed a little light on a program that you've probably seen on the website, especially when we have our out-of-state games, the big out-of-state games this year. And uh, Bishop Sycamore from Columbus, Ohio, is going to play eight teams in the High School Football American National Rankings. I'm not sure what head coach Roy Johnson was thinking when he put that schedule together, but anyway, he's on the line to tell us how crazy he is uh, to, to play that sort of schedule, but more importantly, he's going to tell us about his program there and what he's trying to accomplish with the young men at Bishop Sycamore. Coach, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm uh, really excited to talk about a program, really excited to talk about the future, and uh, more excited to be humbled about the present. Well, we, we, we are going to have some fun with that schedule there, but uh, let, let's kind of first start off for all the listeners around the nation tuning in to, to hear this today. Um, you know, like I said, the, the, the name's popping up. You know, when Bishop Sycamore plays an IMG and a Duncanville and a St. Francis Academy, people are like, who, who is this team? And then they go searching. So uh, I guess you guys have been around for about a half a decade at this point. Uh, give us a little skinny on the, the evolution of Bishop Sycamore. Um, so just like you said, we've been around for about four or five years and, uh, humble beginnings. Uh, most of the, uh, coaching staff consists of college football players who now have sons or nephews that they want to play good football. And then, uh, we're a real tight knit group as far as that's concerned. And then, uh, this year, uh, we have a lot of young coaches that play college football. We have a lot of trainers, a lot of guys that uh, play football and love football and love working with young men and love giving back to the community. And, uh, we're just really excited about uh, putting a good product on the field, putting a, a passionate product and a disciplined product on the field this year. And, and you know, having, you know, one of the main hands into this, I, I got to imagine it ain't easy, right? It's, 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 it's no different than what we did back in 2004, right? Oh, well, we're going to be a media company, right? That's what Jeff says to his wife. And then <laughs> 17 years later, we're where we are. So what are some of the things that uh, you've learned along the way during this time? Uh, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly? Well, um, I say this all the time. The things that we learn is to uh, block out the negativity mm -hmm. uh, because uh, there's no place for that when you're trying to build, as I'm sure you know. And then um, we focus on the positive things. There's a lot of bumps in the road, and those bumps in the road you try to handle as best as you can, and you just try to keep a, a humble spirit about everything and just keep moving forward. You know, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long race because uh, we plan on being around for a long, long time, so you just want to make sure that 
we stay on this steady pace and just keep working and getting better every day. And that's not just better in football, that's getting better as, as people, that's getting better as an organization, that gets better at dealing with different things and situations that come up. And, you know, you just always try to be humble and do the right thing and do the best that you can. And then uh, as long as you can wake up the next day and, and, uh, and feel good about, you know, moving forward and being a good person, then that's what we're just going to have to focus on. Mm-hmm. Talking with uh, Bishop Sycamore head coach Roy Johnson out of Columbus, Ohio, uh, a program on the rise. And, uh, you know, one of the things that, that I, I learned as I was, you know, checking you guys out over the, the last couple of years, you, you you know, obviously you want to play some good football, and there's a lot of good football players out there, but you also want to impact young men, some young men that uh, may have had some struggles here and there. Talk a little bit about um, that part of the program because, again, you know, X is an O are great wins are great you know going to the next level is great but making good men is also an important type of thing so uh, explain to the listeners out there exactly you know what you're doing to help young people out there and some of them they're in that category of at risk right uh correct it's uh you know Maslow's theory becomes um more evident as the program grows so the first thing that we want to try to take care of is making sure that people eat making sure that people have a roof over their head and making sure that they know that they're loved. And, you know, we're really big on affirming that affirmation. Like, hey, you're loved. My son uh, played T-ball this year. And when we're going over an affirmation, you know what I mean? I'm strong. I'm fast. And, and out of nowhere, he, yell, he yells, I am loved. <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir, you're loved. You know, we try to push that. And the reason that we, 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 we want them to know that is that uh, two years ago, we played Kiski School. And we had a quarterback from Cincinnati. His name was Timothy Jordan. Called him TJ. And TJ basically won that game for us, man. He listened. He was great. A lady just sent a picture of me holding a shoulder pad and talking to him. And yesterday he was killed. Oh, my gosh. And so, so you look back and you, and, and you look and you hope that, you know, he wasn't doing anything wrong. He just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time, I guess, or whatever they're saying. And then you get a phone call from former teammates and current teammates that he's been shot and killed. So it really puts things in perspective about how short life is, that tomorrow isn't guaranteed. And when you see those things, it starts to change you a little bit. And so for us, I think football transcends sports, right? So it brings a kid from the sales whose parents are affluent with a kid from Pahokee, Florida, who has nothing, whose family works in a sugarcane field to a guy from New York city, to a director from Youngstown. And during the season and for those three hours a day, none of that matters. It's all about football and that's what makes it special. So we just want to make sure we embrace that. Mm, that story about TJ, our prayers and, and love to him and his family on that. That's such a horrible story, repeated way too many times nowadays. Uh, Roy Johnson is on the line, head coach at Bishop Sycamore. And, um, you know, when you were talking there about building something, you know, let's let's face it, uh, you, I can't do this interview without asking it. There's been a lot of media around you guys, right? Um, you know, yeah. you are doing a lot of good stuff, but, you know, the media is the media, and I'm part of that media. I try not to be that media, but I was just going to say, you know, how do you talk to the kids, like you said, about turning all that negative stuff off, right? Uh, shutting out the – that's hard for young kids to do too, by the way. But how do you do that and then get them to focus on the things at hand, which is academics and football. 
Well, um, we try to instill coping, right? Mm-hmm. Coping skills. So <clears throat> you have to evaluate what matters more, your priorities. We set up, we sit down and we ask them, what is your goal? Why are you here? I'm here because I don't want to be in my neighborhood anymore. I'm here because I want to play better football. I'm here because I want to go to college for free. I'm here because I want to take that education and have a career and then get married and have children. These are the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So when the media or whoever says negative things that are taking away from that, what you have to do is affirm. You guys are such and such and such and such and can't win. That's not true. We can win. We can win because guess what? Anybody can win on a football field. So that's not true. Let's affirm that we can be winners. We are winners. We survive every day. I joke with them and I tell them and I said, you know, I don't want to get too deep into sex education. I was like, but if nothing else, you know that you swam better than one million other people. (laughs) You're a winner. The you that got here was better than a million people. Think about how special you are. You were special from even, even before you had a brain and eyes and ears and all that. You were that special. You made it. You're a fighter. You're a swimmer. And we show them that. And then you take that and you apply that. Because people are going to say some negative things. Yeah. You know, whether it's right or wrong, mistakes that we made, things we shouldn't have done, things that we did right, we did wrong. I mean, especially coming after a season where we're 0-6. Especially when you take a loss to IMG at 55 points. And these kids today have such access that they have people making comments. People that are, hey, well, IMG beat you 55-0. to zero, and You think you're good enough to play this schedule and that schedule and this schedule and that schedule? Absolutely. That is just. Uh, I, I'm still just thinking about your the the swimming. <laughs> That's a, I've never heard it put quite that way. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, I, I love getting a good laugh every day. Roy Johnson is on the line, the head coach at uh, Bishop Sycamore, Columbus, Ohio. Tell us a little bit about the facilities because you're you're online, right? So how is it that you develop? Because again, with everything else, you're building it from the ground floor up. So how does that work for you guys and your team? So for us, we do a blended curriculum. So we have uh, some online and then we have some in the classroom. Uh, we rent space from different places and we go from there and, and just try to uh, survive every day. So we enjoy that. Uh, it gives us a little bit of, a, uh, I think the word they like to use is character to our school. <laughs> but we're, we're definitely proud of, of, of what we do and the people that we partner up with that are definitely supporting uh, the dream and, you know, all the parents that are supporting. And again, um, we're just happy to wake up every day. And like we spoke about earlier, uh, to hear our voice, to hear each other's voice, to hear our brothers and our sisters voice. And Hey, we have another day that we can come out and just get better mm-hmm. and just get better. And then again, like I said, a perspective of things when people die and you're like, man, you know, that could have been me. That could have been my son. And so, you know, we're just happy to be here. And uh, and that being happy to be here when waking up and breathing, we need to uh, reflect that in what we do. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm assuming it's easy to find a building here or there to house a classroom. Uh, finding a football field uh, may be a little bit different. So talk about those facilities. Uh, how, how, how do you, what do you have? How did you find them? How does it all work? So people, as much negativity is out there, there's always positive. So there's people that are always willing to help. You know what I mean? So... For us, man, it's it's whether it's a park here or a field there or an indoor facility that uh, sometimes we rent. And they've been great uh, facility that we're using, and 
and they've been working with us and and they have actual classroom space that we use too so you know when it gets a little bit colder in the year and a little bit rainy and dark you know we'll be there and so we have access to that man so that allows us to compete kind of with the IMGs or compete kind of with the Maslins that have indoor facilities mm-hmm. because you know it's, it's when it's raining it's not that you can't practice in the rain football is made to be played in the out and I believe is made to be played in the element of planet but at the same time it's kind of hard to practice when there's a monsoon going on so if you have an indoor facility not necessarily a basketball gym because you can't really um, get good work in but you have turf on indoor somewhere you definitely can get in there and get some work done, you know. So mm-hmm. having those things helps build the program. More importantly, it helps us to do what I say we need to do every day, and that's get better every day. So having access to facilities and hopefully, you know, getting to a point where we have our own facilities and we're able to, you know, access those uh, facilities more regularly uh, is one of the goals that we have in the future. But right now, uh, we're humbled and we're happy and we're very appreciative of uh, the ability to go to the facilities uh, that we have access to. Just to continue having fun about the swimmers there, well, if you are in a monsoon, I would think that swimming team you have there would be uh, <laughs> well-versed well, well in, in practicing in a monsoon weather. Anyway, Coach, uh, let's keep moving forward after a dumb comment by me, although it was meant to try to be a little funny. But um, uh, speaking of, I, I was being a little funny up at the top, but I'm going to be real serious right now. Eight teams in the High School Football America uh, national rankings powered by the NFL's play football um 10 games eight against some of the best in the nation uh did you lose your mind as you were scheduling this <laughs> um well yeah i think i think when you look at our schedule the uh, the fact that you know um, we play in so many ranked teams comes across as have you lost your mind but from a perspective of making sure that our athletes uh get exposure play against the best football, get good film, and can get that film out to college coaches and then, therefore from there uh, build on their dreams and aspirations and goals. I mean, it wasn't crazy. It was ingenious. Now when you start talking about X's and O's and all that, yes, we were uh, playing out insane. <laughs> Well, folks, this this is going to be interesting to see how they do. Just to get, give uh, give the listeners a taste out there, you open against uh, Ohio Power Archbishop Hoban. No no cakewalk there. That's not a cupcake o- opener. Oh, by the way, then you, uh, you you go and play IMG, the defending national champs, and that'll be on uh, on national television. You got Duncanville from Texas. Uh, everybody knows what they do. St. Edward, the Ohio Power. You, you mentioned DeMatha earlier. You got them out of Maryland. Uh, Liberty. In, in, in Vegas. That's an underrated program, and they're not afraid to play anybody. You got St. Francis, and then another uh, upstart in Life Christian Academy. Um, I, let's let's just talk about that IMG because you've mentioned them a couple of times. I mean, is it fair to say? And I I know the comparison is 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 hard at this point, right? You've got IMG and billions of dollars, and you got Bishop Sycamore, but but the goal sounds the same. Is it fair to say that to you, Coach, that maybe four or five years in, you're not there, but ultimately decades from now, is that where you want to be? So, um, it's and I, and I repeat this over and over and over again, my favorite story about IMG is that they were beating us 48-0. to zero. Mm-hmm. Our quarterback scrambles out, completes a pass downfield, and their defensive line coach, a D coordinator, is ripping their D line, ripping them. And on the other sideline, I'm watching that, and I'm thinking, the standard for excellence over there is 
so intense that they're up 48-0 and they're still yelling. <laughs> so when people ask me, do you want to be the next IMG, as far as the culture and the coaches and the standard that they have and the excellence that they have as a program, absolutely. As far as having 700 acres and on the beach and all <laughs> stuff like that, even even though I, I, I'm one of the best of a million swimmers, I don't, I don't even really know if that's us. I don't know if, if it'll get to that. But as far as the program and excellence and the product that they put on the field, and, uh, you know, Zelotti and all them that are over there, they're just great guys. And, and I almost hate to say this, but it's tr- true. They've been such a help to our program because by them – by them even playing us, by them even, you know, giving us a chance, you know, does so much for our program. You know, it helps put us in the national spotlight and, you know, even bringing us on ESPN. Think about it. I was going to say, that's a big deal. <laughs> that's a that's a big deal for a program. He didn't have to do that. IMG didn't have to do that. So, you know, as far as, as, far as I feel about them, you know, on the football field, you know, we're trying to beat them and we're trying to compete against them. But, off the football field, I mean, those are great guys, and I admire them, and they're always willing to give out a helping hand. And and, and after we play them, I'm literally one of their biggest fans, just based off what they did. So yeah, uh, that's all I want to say about IMG because I don't want to sound too much like a fan. But yeah, I got it. Oh, I I I I knew know Kevin Wright very well, the the original guy there uh, that that kind of built him into the national now. power, and Bobby Acosta's good close friend of mine. Of course, he's now. Texas. On to Texas, and uh, you know, uh, like I said, you know, it, it's one of those things. You know, people will say what they say, right? And uh, it, it, it's giving kids opportunities, and that's what we do. One of our missions here is to make sure we promote student athletes, and that'll be a good segue into. I know you have a lot of talent there. Um, I, I'd love to hear some of the kids uh, by name, uh, guys that uh, uh, the national TV audience is going to see there at the uh, the end of this month when when you play IMG. Who are some of the kids you're looking for? to provide, you know, great on-field um, work and, and also leadership off the field? So, I guess, you know, going from the top down, when you talk to other coaches, they're going to talk about our receiving core. And I think we have a really, really strong receiving core. And just quickly to go through it, um, Kyler Johnson, who's out of Georgia, all-state player, great receiver. I think he has about four or five offers. <clears throat> and then uh, some of the bigger names that people are aware of, Armand Scott, I think 10 or 15 offers, uh, Nebraska, Wisconsin. And then uh, Jeremy Nayborn uh, out of uh, Centennial um, in California, uh, TCU, uh, Tennessee, I believe. There's some other schools I forget. You know, he's, he's doing really good, really well. There's uh, Shamar Price out of Pittsburgh. Um he has, uh, you know, the Toledo's, uh, Pitt, you know, some other Big Ten schools. You have them. So you have your, you know, your, our four main receivers. And then behind them is uh, Josh Lorick. Um, I think he has uh, Washington State, Hawaii, uh, a real pass catcher. Um, he's the best route runner that I've seen in high school football, period. Um, really underrated kid with those offers. And then uh, we have – Another speed guy by the name of Kyle Miller. He's also from California. Um, he just got some calls from Florida State. So you have guys like that. And then I think what makes it special is the guys we have delivering the ball. So 
So uh, Trillion Harris, he's also out of California. I think uh, uh, the QB hit list has him ranked the number three quarterback in Ohio. And then in the uh, 23 class, we have Jalen Knight. He's ranked as the number two uh, quarterback uh, in Ohio. So, you know, we have really good receivers, and then we have two really good quarterbacks that can distribute the ball. And, you know, all of that um, means nothing unless we can establish the run to pull people up. And so we can do that with uh, an athlete named Joel Smith out of Cincinnati. Uh, he has Arkansas State, Pine Bluff, and a couple other schools. He's a 6'2", 215, 220-pound, uh, really, really, really dynamic athlete. I think I go back and forth when coaches ask me about who I think is a better athlete. Is it Jeremy Nayborn or Jordell Smith? And to be honest with you, it's like comparing a Ferrari and a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> which which one is a better car? Yeah, that's a I tough one. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? You have you have Jordell Smith who can play running back. He legitimately can play receiver. He legitimately can play linebacker. He legitimately can play safety. Any of those positions we put him at, and he's the top two or three on our team. Jeremy Naborn can play wide receiver. He can play corner. He can play safety, and he can play linebacker at a very, very high level. So, you know, you look at those guys, and those are, you know, the biggest guys that we have as far as offensively and then defensively. Um, we have a, a guy named Charlie out of uh, Houston, Charlie P is what we call him. Um, fast, amazing. And I tell people in the NFL, he's going to go to the Olympics to be a gymnast because he's just amazing Wow! when it comes to flips, <laughs> backflips. Yeah, he's he's just amazing. And uh, we have two other guys from Pahokee, Florida. Uh, one of them we call Pahokee, the other one we call Ted. And uh, both offers to Oregon State. Um, mother so we're really happy as far as our defensive backs and then this is one of the things that uh, you know coaching staff doesn't want me to reveal but we have guys coming from London we have guys coming from Croatia and some other countries we've got a guy that has Kofi is his name he has an offer from Michigan State so he's coming to play linebacker for us so we're excited about getting him over here and expanding this program into an international program as well as building some guys from the Cleveland area. So um, Andre Miller come to play linebacker from us. Uh, Jacquez is a guy that we have coming from Tennessee, real big hitter. We like the way he sticks the hole. We like the way he scrapes. And uh, we have another who's actually from the Philadelphia area. So we're happy to get his 6'3", 200-whatever-pound frame, you know, coming off the edge. So we're really excited this year about the product we put on the field. We're really excited this year about the young men we put on the field. And we're excited about the fact that they're so receptive to be disciplined and to be honorable when they play. Yeah, and 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 the 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 travel aspect is going to be interesting, especially for those kids in Ohio that maybe haven't uh, have, haven't traveled that much. You mentioned some of the kids from out of state; they obviously tra- traveled. Uh, talking with uh, Roy Johnson, wrapping it up here, uh, talking Bishop Sycamore High School football out of Columbus, Ohio. And coach, you mentioned zero and six. No one likes to hear zero and six, and you got that that meat grinder of a schedule there. What are the goals that you have this year? And you don't have to talk about wins and losses if you want to. You can, but what are the the, the things that you want to accomplish this year for this program? So the first thing that we want to accomplish is uh, being disciplined. You know, uh, if you lose a game because a team is better than you, that's one thing. But if you lose a game because of penalties, incomplete passes, not getting the plays out, things like that, those are things that are uh, hard to take on the chin. So 
we want to be disciplined from the top down. It starts with myself, you know, making sure that we're on time, making sure we practice, making sure that, you know, all the information that I have is put into a, a, a way that everybody can digest it, you know, just from the top making sure that uh, <clears throat> we are a disciplined program. So that's our number one goal, making sure that we're disciplined. Our number two goal is taking that discipline, taking that regimen, and making sure that we're getting better every day. So, yeah, it's great that I wake up every morning, but if I'm just wake up every morning and sitting there, we're not getting anywhere. So let's make sure we wake up in the morning, we're being on time, we're understanding, we're learning, we're making each other better, and we're getting better every day. And those, those are our short-term goals. Now when you get rid of all the politically correct answers, like I said, <laughs> we want to get through the schedule and we want to win some games. And, you know, even though, you know, it's great that we can get film and, and send young men into college, we want to win. And we want to be winners, and we want to be winners on and off the field. And so what we're going to do is focus one step at a time. You know, people are constantly asking me about IMG, right? IMG, IMG. How are you going to match up with IMG? You know, you guys are Ohio State guys, and Cooper Johnson's down there. And he's been there. How do you think about that? And I tell him, like, well, you know, that guy Tim up in uh, Archbishop Hoban isn't too bad of a coach either. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're focusing on them right now. You know, they have uh, four returning linemen and, you know, it's funny when you're looking down and the coach is like, well, they only have four returning linemen. I was like, yeah, and they grabbed another lineman from another place else. So, you know, they're going to be they're going to be ready and they're going to run the ball effectively. I know they lost their quarterback, but their backup quarterback is no slouch. I know they lost their running back. So now they got this speed guy back there and we're going to try to make sure we don't, uh, you know, let them get to the edge on us. But you have to play sound disciplined football because if you don't, you know, there's a reason they won, what, four or five out of the last five or six yep. state championships. Number five in the High School Football America 100 last year. A great program there. And, yes, you're, you're correct about the coaching at that program. It is, it is wonderful. Well, Coach, we really appreciate you taking some time here. Uh, we're, we're getting close, right? You can, you can almost smell it, right? You can, you can hear the fans cheering, and we wish you nothing but uh, success during the uh, 2021 season. Good luck with uh, making those young men into uh, young boys into men, I should say. And uh, best of luck, uh, and, and, and love to, to see what you do this year again that that schedule that we'll just call a meat grinder for now. So thanks for taking the time. Thank you, sir, for having us. The 2021 high school football season kicking off tonight in Alaska and Utah. You can follow all of the games live or in real time, however you want to say it, from our good friends at ScoreStream. Just go to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. We've got state-by-state -state scoreboards for you. It is that exciting time of year. It's like Christmas for me as the high school football season gets underway. And while you're at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com, please check out our Academic All-America team, nearly 2,900 student-athletes from high school football programs across America being honored over the last week. Please check out all of the winners by going to the website at highschoolfootballamerica.com. Now, tomorrow on the High School Football America podcast, a good friend of ours, John Nelson from here in Georgia, who has written a wonderful book called Noble Strong, Lessons in Destiny. Buddy Nobles, the uh, late Buddy Nobles, was the head coach at Irwin County. And uh, John takes us inside his final season as a head coach, which uh, was, whew, that was a tough one. I, I, I watched it very closely here as uh, Buddy battled cancer and uh, battled for a state championship, which he eventually won the championship. And John really takes you inside this story. And John Nelson will join us tomorrow 
on the High School Football America podcast. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by NFL Play Football, the NFL's initiative to provide fun and engaging experience for players of all ages and skill levels. And that's today's show. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the High School Football America podcast.